and thanks for listening to The Never Games. You can like us, follow us, give us a review, and reach out to us on most social media at the underscore never underscore games, or find us on anywhere that you listen to great podcasts. This week on The Never Games, Trevor has a bad day, Connor loses his imagination, and I long for something in my crawlspace. Without further ado, this is this week's episode of The Never Games, Queso No Buena. Okay. <laughs> All right, we're going to start off today's show with theme between the lines. If you are new to the show, um, it is where we take a random theme, mash it up with some questions, and then you have to guess the theme that we are trying trying to talk about. If you do end up knowing the answer to the theme, email us at hello at the Never Games. And yeah, it's going to be a great time. If you know the answer to last week's theme between the lines, don't you worry. It'll be on in a later part of our show. But for the time being, let's just play a game. Uh, you guys ready? Yeah. Woo. All right. And let's go. All right. Number <laughs> I your video one. frozen at first. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> gotcha, motherfuckers. Um, long before his days of MCU fame and fortune, Bob Downey Jr. was in the film Satan's Alley. He started Bob as a, Downey? Bob Downey Jr., yep. He started as a 12th century monk who has a love affair with a fellow monk. Actually, when I was writing this question, I almost said has a love affair with a co-worker. <laughs> Which I guess kind of... All right. Who played Bob Downey Jr.'s lover? Is it A, Topher Grace, B, Elijah Wood, or C, Tobey Maguire? I'm going to let you guys go first. You see, it's oh, funny because... Well, you because... just named the same person three times. Yeah, it's the same person. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with uh, Elijah Wood. <laughs> Elijah Wood for Tom. All right. I'll go, I'll go Topher. Topher Grace for Trevor. And Connor, I'm assuming you know the answer to this. I've been a bad boy, father. <laughs> it's Tobey Maguire. Yes, that is correct. Damn it. <laughs> That's not a real movie. That was in Tropic Thunder. <laughs> all right moving on to question number two in the hit movie cold call chris evans in his days before mcu fame and fortune uh calls someone in a phone booth and says the legendary line now you listen close and you listen hard bucko the next click you hear is me hanging up and the one after that is a me pulling the trigger b me breaking your skull or c me pulling the pin from my grenade I'm going to let you guys go first again. God damn um, it, Connor. It's, pull, it's pulling the trigger. I will agree. It's pulling the trigger. You guys are all right. <laughs> it is pulling the trigger. All right, number three. The notoriously underwhelming Good Will Hunting 2 was a box office flop. What was the subtitle for Good Will Hunting 2? Uh, Good Will Hunting 2, Iron Will? Good Will Hunting 2, Hunting Season? Or Good Will Hunting 2, Good Will in a Bad Way? I actually don't know this one. Oh, uh, I'm going to say hunting season. And then I had a picture of Donald Duck. Or, uh, no, uh, Daffy Duck. Yeah. <laughs> and Elmer Fudd. Yeah. So weird sort of crossover, Goodwill Hunting and Roger Rabbit sort of uh, sequel. Uh, so it was Iron Will, uh, hunting season, and... Goodwill in a bad way. I'm going to go with the third one. I'm going to go with Iron Will. All right. Tom, you are correct. It is hunting season. Yeah. What? <laughs> there is a tie. Uh, Tom and Connor both have two apiece. 
So let's go to the tiebreaker. Number four, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger won the 1993 MTV Award for Most Desirable Male for which movie? Kindergarten Cop, Terminator 2, or Hamlet? What was, what the, was year? the year? 1993. And it was Terminator 2, Hamlet, and... Kindergarten Cop. That's uh, kinder- Kindergarten Cop. Yeah, I'm going to go Kindergarten Cop. Yeah, all <laughs> right. So, Connor and Tom, if you had to choose again, <laughs> which, oh. which would you choose? Hamlet. Tom for Hamlet. All right. And then it's just Terminator 2 or Hamlet there, Connor. T2. All right. Congratulations to Tom. It That's is what I, I knew. I knew it was, but you yeah. didn't have another question. So <laughs> someone had to win. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, if, uh, that has been the theme between the lines. If you know the common theme of all four of these questions, email us at hello at the nevergames.com. You really threw me since the first two were about the, the like, two of the main actors in the Marvel movies. And then all of a sudden, that was not it anymore. Secret switcheroo right there. I'm going to say movies. The secret theme is movies. That is correct. Can you narrow it down any further? Yeah. I don't think I have to. Okay, okay, okay. I think my theme is good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hello and welcome to the Never Games. Yeah. Woo! Uh, my name is Trevor. I am the CEO of Stickerbox Studios and the producer here at the Never Games. My name is Tom O'Brien, and my theme is person. <laughs> uh, my name is Connor Provost. Happily. Hello, my babies. And my name is Nolan McInnes. I am the captain of the blue team, and welcome to the Never Games, the number one podcast for all of those participating. I'm trying to figure out a good catchphrase. Okay. <laughs> I thought that was just going to be a quick gimme, but all right. Well, we'll keep thinking. Sorry, that'll be the, that'll be the <laughs> baby I saw pile. an opportunity to be self-deprecating, and I had to take it. <laughs> yeah. I can't pass that yeah. up. <laughs> I ate eight pieces of garlic bread in the last two days, you guys. But I love garlic bread. Yeah. Garlic bread is so good, and I forgot. I mean, so, but... call back to theme between the lines is uh, one of the <laughs> one of the episodes had to do with Scott Pilgrim, and that's he says garlic bread is his favorite food. But he doesn't know that bread makes him fat. <laughs> one of the theme between the lines is about Scott Pilgrim? Yeah. This is the one you got right, Tom. <laughs> the Chris Evans one. Right, yes. <laughs> Speaking of Scott Pilgrim, um, I forget who said this joke. It was some stand-up comedian, but anyone who is running with a backpack is automatically Michael Sarah. And I just I can't stop thinking about that. <laughs> I mean, y'all have seen that picture of him, like, fucking prancing with a backpack on. Yeah. Like... I was talking to a friend of mine the other day, and we were like, you know, Michael Sarah and uh, Jonah Hill, like, there was that period of time where, they're like, every four months they had a movie come out. How was none of them a Gilligan's Island reboot? <laughs> or, um, or uh, what, what's the one? Oh, because, they... because Jonah Hill did Moneyball, and now he's, like, a serious actor. Yeah. Yeah, and then he did the gun, the gun movie where he gets guns. War Dogs. Yeah, War Dogs. So I thought you were just going to say, like, Jonah video of Jonah Hill at the gym. Yeah, no, he, he, yeah. <laughs> he, he did Moneyball, and then he did Wolf of Wall Street, so, like, he doesn't act in bullshit stupid movies anymore. It's too bad. Super bad was so good. I just, I, see, here's the thing, is that as soon as I saw that Jonah Hill was in those movies, I just assumed they were built bullshit stupid movies. No. Like, yeah. Wolf of I, Wall I feel like he amazing. pulls them down rather than them pulling him up. No, no. He's I guess actually, they meet in the middle a little bit. He's actually a very good actor, but like, yeah, yeah. no, you wouldn't tell by the beginning of his career. 
just like this is a games podcast, which you wouldn't be able to tell from the beginning of this episode. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, games. <laughs> you guys you want to play right. games? <laughs> yeah, we we got to get get a game in before we go further You're off track. Goddamn well. Okay. <laughs> All right. Faster, so... Tom. Faster. More fun facts coming in. <laughs> All right. Did you know that Michael Sarah released an album? Shut up. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Heavenly. <laughs> Uh, so last season we had two music-related games that I really enjoyed, one of which was uh, a game that I did where you guys had to guess the lyrics that were wrong, and one of them was a game that Trevor did that was called Music is Easy, Paris Hilton is a Musician. And this week <laughs> I've smashed them together a little bit into a game that I'm calling Yankovicet or Parody Music is Hard, Weird Al is a Parody Musician. <laughs> So, okay. Weird Al uh, has been an active parody musician doing parody and filks uh, since 1976. The way this game is going to work is I'm going to give you guys four lines of music from the number one hit single from a year during the period of time that Weird Al was active uh, that he did not parody. And I want you to give me your filk version of those four lines. Whoa. Okay. Oh, oh boy. So have... I'm, all I'm looking for is like shot through the fart and you're too late. <laughs> like, <laughs> Connor, remind us, what do you do in your band? Uh, I'm the lead singer. I feel like this is a little one-sided. <laughs> Just a little bit. I'm not the primary songwriter. I will give you, I, I mean. Okay. I'm not the primary lyricist, so. All, all right. right. So this first song is from 1976, the year that Weird Al first became active as a parody musician. Okay. It is the song Silly Love Songs by Paul McCartney and Linda McCartney and performed by Wings. It was the number one song of the week uh, of May 1st, and then it was again the number one song from June 12th to July 10th, spanning five weeks total that year. So here is your first set of lyrics. I honestly, I don't know what the song sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's it. It's the stupidest fucking song. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. It, uh, so the lyrics that I have for you here are: You think that people would have had enough of silly little love songs, but I look around me and I see it isn't so. Some people wanna fill the world with silly little love songs. Here are the lyrics. <laughs> I'll give you a minute. Got it. All right, Noel, let's hear yours. You think that people would have enough of silly little dove songs, but I look around me and see it isn't a crow. Some people want to fill the world with silly little dove songs. Oh, okay. boy, I hope I don't win. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, so, I got mine. All right. You think that people would have had enough of silly putty but i look around me and see it isn't so some people want to remake flubber with silly putty <laughs> okay so we've got noel's song is about doves and crows uh, trevor's song is about the remake of the movie flubber starring silly putty as a product placement <laughs> trevor you should have said but i look around me and see it isn't play-doh yeah that would have been better yeah, that, yeah. all right uh 
but, but like the the flow of the song, I think, like to get the the real meaning across. Because <laughs> because that's what Weird Al is really striving for in all of his uh, remakes. Weird Al is a genius, and don't you dare say anything bad about him. <laughs> all right, uh, Connor. You think that people would have had enough of kitchen gloves and tongs? But I look around me and I see it isn't so. My food is burning, and I need those kitchen gloves and tongs. <laughs> okay, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, I'm going to give the point on this one to Connor. Thank you. God damn. Uh, just because remake? he changed the most words. <laughs> <laughs> that's... <laughs> that's what well, we're going for? Okay. <laughs> All, right. All right. This next one is uh, from 1986. The song is That's What Friends Are For. Originally, the song was by Burt Bacharach and Carol Bear Sager, although this version was a number one hit. It was a one-off collaboration by uh, Diane Warwick featuring Gladys Knight, Elton John, and Stevie Wonder that was released as a charity single. Wow. It was a number one hit from January 18th to February 15th, spanning four weeks. The lyrics are, And if I should ever go away, well then close your eyes and try. And feel the way we do today, and then if you can remember. Mm. All right, I I think I got it. Trevor, you got one. And if I should ever go play tag, well then close your eyes and count to ten. To feel the way that I hide, if then you can come and find me. How do you how do you play tag, <laughs> okay. Trevor? Sounds like hide and seek. <laughs> I had other words, but um, hold on. Let me let me retry that. Let me. If I had more words, but I forgot as I went through it. Um, <laughs> All right, I'll give you one more try. Okay. <laughs> I was expecting you to just go when I said that. I. I okay. <clears throat> no, it's gone. It's not there. <laughs> All right. All right, well, I guess we're keeping your first one, then. <laughs> I got one. All right, Noel, what you got? And if I don't ever listen to Green Day, well, then close your eyes and try to, f- to feel the way I do about Green Day, and then wake me up when September. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Ends is the next, is the next line. I have the first three that I think are pretty good, and then the fourth one, I just need to somehow finish it. Oh, no. Connor's taking this seriously. (laughs) Let's be perfectly honest. I don't think any of us are taking anything seriously. (laughs) (laughs) Those tag lyrics went deeper than you apparently realize. (laughs) Okay. I'm changing the rhyme scheme a little bit. And if I should eat some Frito-Lays, well, then just make me a meat pie. But be sure to use parquet. Because cholesterol could make me die. Damn, that was pretty good. What about the remember <laughs> a, line? Yeah, it's a totally different song. Yeah. yeah, I know. I told you I was changing the rhyme scheme. Let's see what the how the judge feels yeah, about that. Yeah, I'll leave it up to the judges. I'm going to give it to Noel. Holy rude. shit. That's the right insane. call. It's the right yeah. call. <laughs> that is I, think, so rude. I think that in terms of a good, funny song, Connors was better. But in terms of it being a filk, you got to stick with the rhyme scheme well enough that people can tell what the original song was. Well, you gave us four lines that don't have a rhyme scheme. <laughs> yeah. It's classic A, B, A, B, A, B, A, B. That's A, B, A, C. Yeah, it is. Yeah. 
<laughs> All right, next song. Uh, Fine, I should just end I... the fourth line with "I'm just hungry." <laughs> Still <laughs> remember that doesn't <laughs> like, <laughs> doesn't do anything. This next one is a song that I think that y'all will remember well. It was a number one hit uh, in 1969. Nope, nice. 1996. Oh. From wow, uh, <laughs> it was number one from August 3rd through November 2nd. That's 14 weeks. It was the number one song in 96. Damn, is this Spice Girls? It is the Macarena Bayside oh, Boys God. remix Jesus by Los Del Rio. Oh no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So the line, I don't know if any of you have heard the lyrics before for, like, consider the lyrics for the Macarena before. Oh, yeah, I had a cassette tape. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. When I dance, they call me Macarena, and the boys say, que soy buena. They all want me, they can't have me, so they all come and dance beside me. That doesn't make any sense. So it's A-A-B-B-B. And here's the thing. I have a bonus point here for you guys. If anyone could tell me what the song Macarena is about. No idea. Yeah, I don't know. Mm, dancing. I'm going to say it's a stripper. I'm going to say it's uh Oh man, Tra- I think Trevor's got I think it's like a, an instrument that you shake, but like it also re- resembles people like dancing and shaking. <laughs> it, I don't know. It is about a woman referred to as Macarena who cheats on her boyfriend while he's being drafted into the army. Oh. Wow, dark. Okay. Right. Mm. I'm gonna write this down so I don't pull another tag mistake. Still hide and seek, Trevor. <laughs> okay, I, I think I got. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. Not finished with it yet. <laughs> Connor is crafting. I just need the last line. Uh... Okay. All right. So, Connor, you got one. Yeah, when I drink, I want to have tempernia. I'll make a cheese board with some pickles and some pita. We can have brie, but if you don't want brie, you'll eat the Parmesan, and I'll have all the brie. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, that's, yeah. That's pretty good. Okay. <laughs> all right. Trevor. When I dance, they say, stop eating dinner. All the boys, they say, queso no buena. They all want cheese. They can't have cheese. So they come and take my cheese. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey, stop eating dinner. Stop eating dinner. (laughs) Queso no buena. I like that both of these have been about cheese, but yeah. in a different direction. <laughs> yeah. All right. Noel, what's your filk about cheese? Not about cheese, unfortunately. <laughs> when I trot, they call me macaroni, and all the boys say, look at that... Oh, that doesn't rhyme. Anyway, uh, all the boys, they say, look at that burrow. They all want the pony. They all can't have the pony. So they come up and give a carrot to the pony. <laughs> Well, uh, as much as I loved Trevor's, I'm going to give the point to Connor again. Yeah, that was a good one. God damn it. Queso No Bueno was definitely the winner on that one. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) 
Like yours was like clearly more well thought out and like <laughs> made sense. But <laughs> <laughs> I like how you use the sarcastic voice to compliment me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so next one comes out in two thousand and six. The song is Bad Day by Daniel Powder. Ah, uh, I remember that song. Yeah. Oh, that's the one that was on that one reality show. You had a bad day. Yeah. Oh, it was that Bad Day song. Yeah. There's another yep. Bad Day song, too. Okay. This was a number one song <laughs> April 8th to May 13th, 2006. That's five weeks. And the lyrics are, where's the moment you needed the most? You kick up the leaves and the magic is lost. They tell me your blue sky fades away, or fades to gray. They tell me your passion's gone away, and I don't need no Karen on. Jesus, what a what a pothole that was. <laughs> that is that is just shitty lyrics. I love how your rhymes most with lost. Yeah. It's both in an OST. It's a it's a sight <laughs> rhyme. Yeah. You know, those <laughs> classic in uh in music, the sight rhyme. <laughs> oh man, I need to write this down. This is actually you know, it might be good. Oh, Oh boy! If, if you uh, if you win this round, I'll have a tie. We'll have to go to oh, bonus round. Oh no! <laughs> All right, Connor, you got yours. Yeah. Let's hear it. Where is the mailman? I'm needing the post. I'm looking for a package. It must have been lost. I go to the office. I might have to pay. There's no one in there because it's a Sunday, and that's a day they don't deliver on. Yeah. It's very okay. informative. <laughs> Schoolhouse rock. I don't fucking yeah. know, man. <laughs> Connor's very strict about maintaining this rhyme scheme now since I. Well, he I yelled at me before. <laughs> that was a good one that I, I deserved at that point. <laughs> All right. Trevor, you got one? Yeah. Where is the weird owl when you need him the most? You dance with some cheese, but the magic is lost. They tell me that Brie guy knows what to say. They tell me that Queso's not the right way. <laughs> and I don't get no point this game. <laughs> oh, shit. That was pretty good. Yeah. Oh, that's a tough one to follow. Uh, but here I go anyway. Where is that time when you wanted some toast? Pick up the knife and cut off the crust. Looks like the blueberry jam has gone away. And passion fruit syrup won't put your hunger at bay. Guess I'll just have a cinnamon bun. <laughs> also, also pretty good. I'm gonna go with Trevor on the meta Fuck. for this one. Gotta, it's gotta be Trevor. That was really good. <laughs> so that's a point to Trevor, a point to Noel, but two points for Connor. Whee! Connor is the winner of this game, and this has been Yankovic it or. <laughs> Parody music is hard. Weird Al is a parody musician. Yeah. Damn, I really thought I had something on that toast one. Too bad Trevor had to get all meta and yeah. transcendental. Trevor, Trevor, thank you so much for writing something really good. You, you won me yeah. the game. God damn it. <laughs> My anger for Connor produced great music, and it ended up gifting him a point. <laughs> Which is weird. That's how Modest Mouse got their start, too. Which is crazy. Yeah, Isaac Brock fucking hates me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you guys want to jump into a break? I, yeah, I guess let's, so. Yeah. Let's do that. <laughs>
Today's episode is presented by Clark's. Clark's story began almost 200 years ago when Cyrus and James Clark made a slipper from sheepskin. At the time, it was groundbreaking, a combination of invention and craftsmanship that's remained at the heart of what Clark's does. From the very beginning, Clark's has always thought differently. Brilliant ideas are what set Clark's apart. We are teaming up with Clark's and Podgo to bring you up to 30% off on select items, including on the iconic Clark's Desert Boot by going to podgo.co slash Clark's. That's podgo.co slash C-L-A-R-K-S. Guys, it's time to reveal the theme between the lines, and we actually got a caller. No. Somebody called in to try and guess. Hi, this is Karen from Wild Wild Wichita. I'm calling to guess this week's theme between the lines. Um, I think it is Giselle Punchin. All right, bye. Holy shit, I can't believe people call people anymore. That's wow. fucking nuts. Right? Somebody went out and bought a prepaid burner phone just to leave <laughs> us that message. Well, sure, you can't let the FBI know that you're calling the Never Games. Right? Yeah. yeah. You will end up on several lists. <laughs> but thank Seriously, God. call us. Thank God yeah. for that cricket wireless. Yeah. Yeah. Well, congratulations, Karen from Wild Wild Wichita. That is correct. It is Giselle, and you were able to actually pronounce your last name correctly also. so A skill that Trevor can't do, apparently. <laughs> Giselle Bunchen, right? Yeah, Bunchen. Yeah, Bunchen? Okay. Bunchen. Karen, you have earned two tickets to NeverCon 2021. Congratulations. Go to thenevergames.com slash NeverCon for details. Not happening. <laughs> yes, it's not real. <laughs> And if you think you know what the theme for this week is, you can call in also. Our phone number is 406-GAMES-24. That's 406-426-3724. Or find us on social media anywhere. We are at the underscore never underscore games. watched um there's a preview to arnold schwarzenegger doing hamlet and it's one of the funniest things ever yeah god (laughs) the caption of the movie or the the catchphrase of the movie is to be or not to be not to be and then he shoots someone (laughs) (laughs) that's the funniest thing (laughs) Uh, i really thought uh at first, when you were when you said like which of these did he win like most han- attractive man for or whatever it was at the tip of my tongue it was like jingle all the way it's jingle all the way. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I would have gone to Hercules, or wait, no, Hercules was, Her- was like a million years before that. It was no, I know. It was like Hercules goes to New York City yeah, or something. Like oh <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. And that, that that's was like confused with Conan the Barbarian, which he was also the star. That was like mm. one of his first movies where he like couldn't speak English. we'll see here in this movie hercules is greek and he only speaks ancient greek he doesn't speak any english that's why (laughs) yeah (laughs) he only speaks ancient greek which sounds sounds suspiciously like german (laughs) (laughs) well that's uh, a whole bunch of media that i don't know anything about 
But... But... What do you know about Trevor? Hollywood stars, what do they know? Do they know things? Yeah. Let's find out. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. Yes, it is. It is my week to do the multimedia minute. And I want to talk about this little web series called Arun Considers. I love uh, it just based on the fact that it is the first web series I have watched start to finish while my computer is on low battery all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't even need a charger. So thank you, Arun. Yeah, it's fairly short. There's 12 parts, and they all range from, like, one to three minutes. Um, the one and, the one episode's, like, seven minutes? Yeah, the there's, there's one, one that's, like, split up into three two-minute chunks, kind of. <laughs> but it's so, so good. The writing on it is incredible. It got nominated for a streamy this year. Lost to Chris and Jack in the comedy section, I believe. Huh. But yeah, I uh, I came across this like a week ago. I've watched it through like six times now because it's so full of just like little awesome jokes. I just love a little web series like this. You said it's you said it's how long? There's 12 episodes. They're all like one to three minutes long. Probably and like it's... 25 minutes to watch the whole thing. Yeah. I, I watched all of it while there was cookies in the oven today. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's basically like one episode of a show if you string it all together. So the premise of it is it's this guy, Arun, he is just sort of walking around just kind of monologuing. It's all just like B footage of him walking around doing stuff generally related to the topic that he's on. And then it's just him like like his thought process almost. But like the writing is so good. You can tell that he probably wrote like 20 pages of dialogue and cut it down to like a minute of just like the gold. Hmm. So the thing, the thing that threw me about this was the very first episode is Arun considers heroin. (laughs) And he's just just like, what if heroin's great? Who knows? Like maybe dying of a heroin overdose is the best thing you can do in life. Like what if it just gives you this feeling of fulfillment? Like you've done everything that you set out to do in the world and you can die happy. I'm not willing to risk that possibility, though. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> and I was just like, what the fuck did Trevor send to us? <laughs> it's so great. And there's one called Arun Considers White Girls. That's really funny. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I I just, I love something like this. Like, he's just a small creator. Right. On his IMDb, he, he's directed a whole bunch of shorts, done a lot of writing, uh, some small acting parts. And it just like him and I think there's there's one director that did most of them. There's another director that's worked on it, but it's all like the number of names involved in it is like fewer than 10. But it's wow. really high quality, well shot, well written. I don't know. It, I think it's so so great. I think it's it's also interesting like so there's there's 12 of these. He does 3 a year. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this <laughs> is Connor's face. So it's um, over the it's over the scope of like four years. He's just like randomly just, throws he these together. Like three. I think it's just like while. once yeah. he once he like naturally starts thinking of some sort of thing, then it's like, oh right. man, maybe I should do yeah. it. He's probably also having to do other things like for money and like work. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, the first the first three are heroin, VR porn, and shaving. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, but here's the thing about shaving sounds really innocuous, but it's all about how as a brown man having a beard makes people think he is a threat and how he yeah. like is more likely to be injured because of it because people will treat him like a threat and mm-hmm. like he loves his beard but also it's itchy and it might save his life to shave should he shave yeah <laughs> and i'm just like okay so like a terrifying concept yeah these are all really kind of terrifying Right. Uh, it reminds like, me. Yeah, it reminds me of uh, the show High Maintenance, where they sort of yeah. pierce a, I, I guess, an uncomfortable or maybe like a controversial view to some, but they pierce that with a little bit of like wit and humor, and it kind of softens the blow and and helps you, you know, take take in whatever you know needs to be taken in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, and it, like his his voice is like it's perfect for it. It does the exact same thing. It's since it's just like a voiceover of you like in his head watching him just like kind of walk around it, it all comes off very not alarming but he's talking like he's at an airport and he's talking about like well i have a beard at this airport and then there's like you know people sitting next to him just like looking over at him but it's in him like making jokes about it kind of like making it funny the part part of it i think is that he's so calm about it yeah he's just like yeah. yeah this is this is my life and at no point was like oh god oh god i mean i was a little <laughs> bit because i was like this is fucking intense right and then the later <laughs> the later seasons i feel like lose some of that intensity they're still really funny but they're mm-hmm. they're less of me being like oh god this is this is a really disturbing thing to have to like <laughs> it's funny but like it's not something i had thought about before <laughs> one of my favorite lines um <laughs> was uh from the diversity episode where he's like what does it mean that i'm diverse i don't think i'm diverse i think i'm pretty homogeneous compared to everyone else in my family and my favorite web series hell that's got an indian guy in every single shot and it's just <laughs> yeah. from earlier in his web series <laughs> oh that's great yeah i can't speak highly enough of the writing on it because it has to be so hard to make something that that that's that short that actually says something but then also like nails the jokes the way it does mm. oh definitely it's yeah. almost like each episode is almost like a minute and a half long stand-up set like yeah huh i meant to look up if if he's done any stand-up because it does have that cadence to it yeah he's got the cadence he's got like the the aura about him from what you see the aura. him doing like walking around you know there's a, there's an aura to a comedian yeah no 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 it's it's kind of like the their presentation mm-hmm. yeah you know? yeah not that he's anything like but i feel like he has a similar aura to like dimitri martin yeah a where little he's bit. so huh. part of it is okay. so even keel yeah like yeah. what dimitri martin's saying is ridiculous but part of it the reason it's funny is because he's so even keel but what this guy's saying is like so considered but he's so even keel yeah it's like considered it's like, serious but like approached from such a light-hearted way hmm. Hmm. interesting cool yeah definitely check it out it's good it's real good it's, real it's really good. good called arun considers and arunconsiders.com has all the videos up it's on vimeo and arun is spelled a-r-u-n yep. like the color You'll get it. Yes. You'll you'll get it. I do yeah. have some quick news right now. Um, Pancho Morris over the weekend just won Best Actor in the Boston right. Science Fiction Film Festival for his performance in the short Cabin for Two. 
So yeah. congratulations to him. Uh, it hasn't been officially released yet. They're uh, undergoing a pretty intensive um, festival circuit, but keep your eyes yeah. peeled for that. I remember seeing when he was working on this a while back, there was a few like random shots that popped up of him like dragging a blockbuster sign through the woods. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like a sci-fi fantasy, I think, thriller. There's very, it's at least, very little information on it out there. Yeah, um, he says um, the uh, story synopsis is it is a story of Harold. Story of Harold. And that's it. Harold. That's all you can say without giving yeah. it away. Um, yeah, so congratulations to Ponce Morris for that. Oh, he played yeah. Josh on Dorm Life. That's why we're yeah. saying it. Congrats. Yeah. He's the best character. He's the best character. He's pretty good. He's pretty good. <laughs> All right, so that has been the media minute. Oh, what a minute it was. It's a good minute. And, Connor, that yeah. brings us around to your turn. I'm ready! <laughs> it's Stump the Expert. Connor is this week's expert, yep. and... Uh, my chosen subject uh, for this week was SpongeBob SquarePants Seasons 1 through 3, uh, because then the movie happened and everything went to shit. Um, <laughs> I gotta say, I haven't watched SpongeBob since, like, you know, when I was 12 or... Youth? Yeah. Earlier, yeah. It holds up, those early I gotta seasons. say, he is so fucking annoying. Oh no, he's awesome. Yeah, you see it from you see it from Squidward's perspective a little oh, bit. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like Squidward, no, I I don't feel bad for Squidward at all. He he deserves a lot of it. Like yeah, but at the same time, if SpongeBob was my neighbor, oh yeah, I mean I, I wouldn't be happy about slash it. Slash coworker, can you imagine but... if you lived next door to your most annoying coworker? Oh, to God. any coworker, I don't want to see any human being that much. <laughs> uh, Fiona? Trevor wears a paper bag over his head just to not see Fiona most most of the day. <laughs> he bumps into a lot of walls. That's yeah. why he's been able to get away with that haircut for so long. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm super interested to see what you guys uh, pulled from this. Who who wants to go first? I'll go, I guess. Okay. Go for it. All right. I'm, now, now I'm like nervous. Yeah, right? yeah I felt like real confident, and then like out of nowhere, like it's just like now that it's happening, I'm like, oh god. Yeah, all right. it's okay. <laughs> this... That's how we've all felt. Yeah. <laughs> all right, this is an easy one. Trevor just said all it right. was tough. It's I think it's hard. gonna be tough. Very I, hard. Well, I I made the I made it, so I think I can answer it with pretty pretty. Well, because you made it. <laughs> yeah. I have the answer written on this piece <laughs> yeah. of paper in front of me, so, so it I couldn't be that hard. I think for it's you. in the bag for me. Um, all right, Connor. <laughs> um, in the episode titled "Pre-Hibernation," what day does Sandy's hibernation start on? Day of the week. Day of the day week. Of, yeah. Not like the, the dates, but yeah, day of the week. I remember. Uh, I can I can I can I can hear the music in the back of my head, but I also hear uh, I can explain, which happened twice in the episode. Um, <laughs> it's all basically the same episode over and over again. Yeah, uh, you gotta <laughs> find the hay in the needle stack. <laughs> uh, 
Connor, why don't you tell us what this episode is about? Yeah. It's about Sandy has to hibernate, and she's got a week left to, before uh, hibernation, so she wants to get in all of her like extreme sports and activities, so she recruits SpongeBob to do them with her, yeah. uh, and they basically wow. fucking kill him. Um, <laughs> it's, at the end of, it's at the end of the week. It's at, I'm going to say Saturday. I'm sorry, that is incorrect. You have six more guesses. No, it is, <laughs> I think it is a Monday. It's a Monday? It's a Monday. Because huh. she wants to get, get that last weekend in first. Uh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. All right, damn it. <laughs> All right, my, I've, got, I've got one here for you. I've got, uh, I've got three questions on this one. I've got an easy, medium, and hard. But uh, we'll set it up. The 17th episode of season two was Procrastination, mm-hmm. first aired October 19th, 2001. In this episode, SpongeBob <laughs> is asked to write an essay about what not to do at a stoplight for boating school. This episode has two scenes which were deleted uh, several years after the original air date, one where Patrick uh, gives Sandy a back rub with suntan lotion, and one where a live-action footage of a drag race car crashes immediately after starting. Huh. It has also spawned several memes, including uh, Dare I Look at the Clock and the highly stylized illustration, uh, uh, illuminated manuscript style of The at the start of SpongeBob's <laughs> essay. Uh, oh, that was that so, episode. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Why did you just so, write your essay? <laughs> so, here is my question for you, Connor. This is the medium question. There are three kinds of bread that SpongeBob considers to use to make a sandwich. What are they? Uh, okay, shit. That's not a type of bread. Hold it on. also sounds <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> I think... Oh, he looks confident. Wheat, rye, pumpernickel. White, rye, pumpernickel. What? Oh, <laughs> fuck you. Do you want the Do you want the other two oh, questions that's too? That's tough. I do. Oh, I do. Broken by the bleached flour. That's. Uh, yeah, I can hear it now. White or rye, or pumpernickel. <laughs> uh, all right. So here's the easier question. How many words was the essay supposed to be? I think it was just 100, wasn't it? It's 800. 800? Yep. 800 word as a weird amount. And yeah, here yeah. is the very hard question. We get a brief shot at one point where SpongeBob has written down the title of his essay, What Not to Do at a Stoplight by SpongeBob SquarePants. One word of that title is misspelled. What word and what does it say instead? It's tough. Yikes. <laughs> they do pause over it in the episode like long enough for you to notice. Uh, does it say spot instead of stop? It does say spotlight. <laughs> wow, that is impressive. <laughs> that, that is I impressive. got the very hard one. Can I have a point for <laughs> <Yeah>. that? <laughs> you were very close on the other one, too. <laughs> Come on. But you do have one last shot at a point, and that's with my question, which is going to come from Season 3, Episode 4, titled Idiot Box. <laughs> yeah. Imagination. <laughs> Well, my question to you, how many times in that episode does SpongeBob say imagination? imagination? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on. 
Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Wait. Uh, uh, Hold on. Yeah. Are you just counting in your head? Yeah, I'm trying. There's a projector going on to Connor's closed eyelids, and it's just playing the episode in, the in episode. his brain. <laughs> just watching how many times that rainbow appears. Yeah. Imagination. <laughs> six. You going with six? Yes. It is five. Oh, you fucker! Oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> shit! When did you think the sixth was? Uh, no, I just I I, hmm. I thought there was another one. It's I thought there was another one towards the end when Squidward's like getting tossed into the garbage truck. But no, no he's just, just sitting. It, he's just sitting in bed reading a book. Yeah, and he turns to <laughs> Gary and is like, "Oh, yeah. he finally got it to work." Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's not I, really about boxes. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna ask uh, how many boxes appear on screen. Also, uh, which I didn't actually end up counting it, but so okay. So there's the main box, and then there's a smaller box inside the box that Patrick is in. He pops out. He goes, "Here I am." Yeah, um, yeah. And then there's the two boxes on the boxing match that are fighting. So that's four. Uh -huh. And then there's the two boxes with the the gift of the Magi joke, where they just I didn't I couldn't afford a present this year, so I got <laughs> yeah. you this box. Yeah, um, but then there's also the other one where it's like a box making factory where there's a yeah. That's why I ended up like tossing the idea is because that was yeah too far. I did have another backup question though, which is um, at one point in the imagination box, there's a scene where the police are coming to get them. Squidward hears it out the window and thinks that they're coming to get him. What law did Squidward think that he broke? Uh, I honestly don't remember. It's he he pulls out a hat box and then kicks it. And oh then the right! Come <laughs> right. In. And he comes out and he's holding it. Yeah. He's like, I'm sorry, I didn't know. <laughs> and yeah. that is the box that Patrick pops out of later. Right. Here I am. I already oh, cut off my own arms. No, <laughs> no. You know what's really sad about this is none of us are experts. <laughs> I don't think any. None of us won, right? None of us won. None of us won. We all got kind of close. We all did get pretty close. Also, what's that mean for next week? What are we doing next week? God, were... Yeah, what are we doing next week? I assumed More. that I was doing another round of Stump the Expert because we hadn't discussed anything else. Right. <laughs> Should we do uh, do one more game? Do another round through? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I, mean, I have it. something prepared. Cool. Yeah, what you right, got? Tom, what do you got? All right, so the... Next week will be my Stump the Expert, which will be the week of St. Patrick's Day. And so Ooh. I am going with uh, one of my favorite movies of all time is The Quiet Man. No way! John Wayne movie in which uh, he is a boxer from Pittsburgh that moves to Ireland uh, <laughs> to live in his family house. Uh, and I will tell you what happens in any scene, finish any quote, or do... The following line, like if you give me a line, I'll tell you what the next line is. And it's called the Quiet Man. And it's yeah, of, it it's won a Academy Awards. One it's of the like, best John Ford movies ever made. Mm -hmm. Does not age well at certain parts. It is. <laughs> I will say that there is a, a fair amount of misogyny that, yeah. that appears oh, yeah. in it. Although it's also yeah. a movie that was made in like 1954. Yeah. Yeah. A John Wayne. Right. This is, this is also my father's favorite movie. 
and it was I've my seen father, it. father's favorite movie too. Of course, you're fuck yeah. Of course, <laughs> my name is Connor, and your name is Tom O'Brien. Like <laughs> <laughs> Trevor, why isn't this your father's favorite movie? It probably is. He just hasn't talked about it. Yeah. Tom has made me watch it at least on four occasions. So, <laughs> I my when I met my college roommate the first weekend we were roommates together, I was like, we're watching this movie. <laughs> he was like, okay, what's your last name again? <laughs> I love this movie, so I'm excited All about right. this. It's yeah. a good movie. Let's jump into some uh, fake ads. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Today's episode of The Never Games has been brought to you by uh, Nintendo's Mario Party Trunk Edition. <laughs> At Nintendo, we know that adults only play Mario Party and those types of games. Uh, as a party starts to wind down, Everyone's drunk and sleepy, and no one's really paying attention. Well, worry no more. Mario Party Drunk Edition has all sorts of new games just for that moment. Games like who can go the longest without touching their controller, bumping into <laughs> walls until you find the hidden door, and Call of Duty Black Ops. Simply slur the words. Siri, how, where, what do I play? For more information today. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by LSD. Hey, have you ever... Was... Is that Gremlin over there? <laughs> oh, it's warm. I'm warm. Good night. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Is... Uh, Today's episode is brought to you by Brought to You. Brought to you is the best way to buy the best in beer brats without breaking the bank. Be the best guest at your buddy's backyard barbecue by bringing brats from Brought to You. Brought to You will even buy back any brats that you bought when you thought that Brought to You was too good to be true. Just listen to one of our beer brat buyers. My name is Barney Barabu. I'm a banker from Boston. And I buy all my brats from Brought to You. Brought to you, even bought back all the brats that I bought from back alley butchers in Boston. And brought me the best brats I ever bought. Be like Barney Baraboo, the banker from Boston, and buy buying your brats from Brought to You. Go to brought to you dot brought slash brought dot blog spot. <laughs> and get the best bargain by using the code brought 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 brought. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of trapped yourself there for a second. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, that was amazing. <laughs> yeah. Shit! Now I don't even want to do my ad. <laughs> but anyway, here it goes. This episode is also brought to you by Fruit Stripes Gum. And in celebrating that fact, this ad is going to last exactly as long as the flavor in each stick of Fruit Stripes. So. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh. folks, there you have it. Uh, thank you for listening yet again to another wonderful episode of The Never Games. Uh, we hope you had as much fun listening to it as we have creating it. And if you had, um, just give us a like and a follow on any of your uh, Spot Spotify or Apple, Apple Music or any place you get uh, your podcasts from. It really means a lot more than you know. So please like and follow. And feel free to reach out to us. Uh, you can hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all them social media places at the underscore never underscore games. Or shoot us an email at hello at thenevergames.com. Or if you are an old grandma, you can call us on the phone. <laughs> Our phone number is 406 
G-A-M-E-S Games 24. That's 406-426-3724. And we also have a Patreon if you think you might be our biggest fan or not. You can subscribe for as little as a dollar a month and get all sorts of cool gifts. We'll, we'll handwrite you a card and mail it to you. We'll leave you a voicemail. You can even play a Dungeons & Dragons game run by Tom. Check out all of the cool things we have to offer. It's patreon.com slash thenevergames. You also have a website where you can find everything that you just heard about. You can find all the episodes, our multimedia minutes, find descriptions of us, what we're into, all that good stuff. It is thenevergames.com. You can also find all the music used in this and every other episode. All that music is done by the band Good Damn It, which is Noel on some drummy drums and Trevor on some everything else. Oh, and if you want some wearables, um, go to Redbubble and search the Never Games. We have an up and running uh, merch store, and it's action packed with some some good good goodies. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, once again, thank you for listening to The Never Games, the number one podcast for all those involved. My name has been and will always be Noel McGinnis. I am Trevor Kelly, at least for now. My name is Tom O'Brien, as far as you know. I am Connor Provost. Good night, sweethearts. And this is The Never Games. Do we play games? All those You can eat my brain. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a Stickerbox Studios production. <laughs> They can't have cheese, so they come and take my cheese. <laughs> <laughs>